Fox Sports Indiana, and you're listening to Small Town Sports Talk. Hello and welcome to Small Town Sports Talk, brought to you by Endeavor Communications. I'm Jonah Freeman, as always, with Andrew Willett. Andrew, how are you, man? Jonah, you know, never been better, and just really excited again to be joined by another special guest. He's the head coach at South Putnam High School, coaching a very good Eagles team this year. Very happy to be welcomed by Chuck Sorrell. Coach, how you doing? I'm good. You know, if I got this technology going, I, I'm <laughs> a little bit better at coaching football, I think, than getting logged into Zoom. So, but here we are. So, hey, your uh, 10 and 0 record would definitely agree with that. So, props to you, Coach. Well, we've got a good group of kids that, that work their tails off, and you know, our nine seniors have have really shown that they are great leaders, and they've they've taken this team under their wing and have not allowed us to have any letbacks yet. So. Um, first question, I want to talk a little bit about you before we get to the team. Um, as a kid, did you play any sports that like, or, you know, have some of those mentors that just taught you like, you know, like, hey, I want to be a football coach, you know, like, what was that like for you? Yeah, I got, I got lucky, you know, and, and I kind of talked about it in the star a few weeks ago, but I got lucky. I played at Brownsburg under a Hall of Fame coach, Mike Godin. Um, and we had a really good staff with Brett Comer, who his son's now the head coach at Danville. And, you know, those guys, um, I went into the, the business world after college and, you know, I went back and I said, no, this 80 hour a week stuff. They said, well, you got to try coaching. It's 80 hours a week too, but you actually love your job. And, you know, Coach Godin gave me an opportunity to come and, and help for uh, six months. And I helped um, 2003, I think it was, help coach football with them. And since then I've been coaching football. I loved it. Um, and I've got to work with great guys like Coach Godin and Coach Comer. And then I got to go to Northview for a couple of years with Dennis Rates and Mark Rates. And obviously my four years at Pike with Derek Moyer. So I've, I've gotten uh, good coaches that all do different things. And, you know, it's kind of led me to where I am now as a coach. So, Well, that's right. You take bits and pieces from every one of your stops from South Vermilion, Tastade, Northview, Southport. Oh. What have you taken from each place to just kind of build a, torch, a culture there at uh, South Putt? Well, I, I think, I think the, the thing I took the most, and, um, you know, Coach Godin was always, you know, very, you had to do things his way and all that way. Well, that's kind of how I was probably my first stop at South Vermillion. It was my way or the highway, and, and I kind of learned, you know, hey, you're not, you're not going to be very successful doing that in this time and era. So when I went back and, and got to recollect myself and decided that, you know, I'm going to take bits and pieces of, yes, we're going to do certain things certain ways, but then Coach Moyers always said, let your coaches coach, you know, and, and make your coaches better, and it's going to make you a better coach. And, I, you know, when I come in here to South Putt, I said, hey, you guys are going to be in charge of this, 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 and this, and and that's what we've done. Those guys have really taken charge of their positions. And, you know, I gave the offense away. I gave the special teams away. And, you know, I do the defense best. And that's, you know, that's where I need to be. And everybody else has got their roles with the coaching staff. You know, and, and speaking of defense, when I was over here at Northview, you know, Mark and Dennis Rates are two of the best defensive guys there are. Um, you know, and, and just getting me back to the defensive side has is, is really helped, you know, our defense the last five weeks has played really well at, at South Putnam. And that's just, we're, we're finally starting to figure it out and do the right thing on the defensive side of the ball. And that's where championships are won. So. If you don't mind, tell us just a little bit about the identity of your team. 
And who are some of those guys that have stepped up for you guys? Um, the, the, the main two guys are Parker Hacker and Hayden Switzer. They were junior All-State guys last year. Um, they, you know, they, they got everybody together when, when all this COVID stuff hit. They made sure once things started opening back up that they, they were going to be lifting and they were going to go to DePaul and throw routes. They were going to do this and do that. And those guys, you know, when I named them captain when we got back in July, I knew because those guys stayed in contact. Hey, we're doing this. Hey, we're doing that. But, I, but the good group, besides those two, Mitchell Bach, uh, big left tackle, uh, Brock Haven, Connor Hilburn, and Parker Pelfrey, those guys on our offensive line have really made a difference this year. When they, you know, last against Heritage Christian, it was, you know, fourth and three from their 18-yard line, and I went for it just because they said, hey, we'll get three yards. And I was like, oh, this is make or break the game here. Um, and, you know, but those guys said, we're going to get this. And, you know, the way they – lift in the weight room and you know a lot of our other guys the way they lift in the weight room has really carried us and and they've bought in completely the weight room you know and they've bought into what we're doing offensively and defensively so uh, you talked about some of those guys uh playing a big role in this offseason how different was an offseason with COVID-19 uh, <laughs> compared to any previous offseason well we talked a little bit ago you know, I took this job with about two weeks ago before the season. So last year's team, I was trying to to get going, you know, really quickly. And then this year, I was like, oh, great. I'm going to have a whole summer to, you know, really get these kids dialed in. And, you know, we were really strong in, in the end of February going in the first week of March. And then COVID happens. And, and we were, you know, we had five 500-pound squatters. And, and everybody was getting strong. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Now what are we going to do? And then it got, in, you know, in May, and like, well, we're not going to have football in May. Well, then it got in June, we're not going to have football in June. I was like, oh, boy, we might not have a season for the, this group that I know is going to be good. And, you know, it, you just kind of relied on those seniors. Hey, what are you guys doing? And they said, well, we're going over to going over to somebody's garage and we're lifting weights there. Hey, we're going to DePaul and we're going to throw routes there against Greencastle. And, you know, and I knew they were doing stuff, and it, it was hard. And, you know, once July 1st come, um, our kids – I said, we're going to go four days a week, and they wanted to go six. So we start, We went six days a week, and, you know, that was what it was all about. Those guys were not going to let us not be good, and, and we've went as much as they were allowing us to go and how many hours they were allowing us to go. And we got everything installed, and we're back now, I think, as strong as we, we were in February in the weight room. We're finally back to that point, and I think that going in the tournament, I think that really helps us. So, so you had your guys – you had a short off season last year uh, with South Plus. So you pretty much went out and perfected the uh, short off season heading into the year. Off season guy, you know, it'd be nice. The first time I took the South Moran job, I had one week, and I had two weeks at South Putnam, and then one month. So I've had about you know a week, a, a month, and three weeks total in three in, in three three years here. <laughs> Um, looking at your schedule, you you honestly cannot ask for a better way than an 84-0 win to start the year. Um, at what point in your season did you, you know, play a game and you were like, man, like we are for real, like we have a chance to go far? You know, every, every night after we um, finish, our coaches get together, we watch the film and we, you know, we discuss things and every week for about, oh, I don't know, the first, well, I know the first eight weeks I said, are we any good? And, you know, our coaches said, we're 8-0. Are you going to say that this week? And I said, well, I don't know. Are we any good? And I think that that moment was when Heritage Christian 
we finally played a top five team and, you know, we were up 21, nothing right off the bat. And, you know, they tried to make a run there late, but, you know, winning that game 28 to, to 18 or 28 to whatever it was. Um, I knew at that point that, that we were pretty good. Um, when you can beat a quality team like that, I, it, it shows that you, you can be pretty good. And, you know, I got to the, when I met with the coaches that night, they said, well, go ahead and say it. And I said, no, I think we are pretty good. So it took eight weeks. <laughs> but, you know, it gives us something to coach for and our players something to play for. Well, and team, or coach, your team has been uh, pr pretty darn good, uh, pretty dominant throughout the season. I can take a look at the schedule. Uh, you've had, uh, you mentioned the Heritage Christian game that was nine points. Your closest game was uh, at Greencastle, 34 to 27. Uh, how do you know that your team is uh, going to be able to take care of business uh, when games are close come tournament time? Well, I, I think, you know, the end of the Heritage Christian game, it, it become the score ended up coming back to, I think it was 21 to 18. And, um, you know, I was like, oh boy, here they come. And, you know, our guys dug down deep and they said, no, these guys are not going to come back on us. And, you know, when, when that time was come, they said, let's drive. We drove down the field and scored. And that, that kind of showed to me. And, you know, in the Greencastle game, it was the same thing. We had six turnovers. It was, you know, that's a big rival game for us. Um, you know, the former coach where I'm, you know, where I'm at now, Coach Aker was on Greencastle staff. So there's a lot of emotion going on. And, and you know, when you can overcome those five or six turnovers, and still win the game, you know, you, you've, we've been tested, we've been battled, um, you know, coming up, we're going to play some good teams. Attic is a good team. And then if we can beat these guys, Park Heritage is a really good team. So we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to buckle down and win some good games here coming up. We are going to pause right there for a quick advertisement. We hope you're enjoying this show. Thank you. Jonah, do you know what is ridiculously fast? What's that, Andrew? Endeavor Communications Internet Speeds. That's right. In Indiana, basketball is everything. And if you're anything like Andrew and I, you were always streaming basketball, your favorite sports, or just your favorite shows. And hey, you're always going to need Wi-Fi. Ridiculously fast. Endeavor Communications provides Wi-Fi perfect for watching the big game, streaming your favorite shows, working, studying, and gaming all at the same time. Not only is Endeavor fast, but when you go with Endeavor, you support the whole community. Endeavor Communications is proud to serve and support our local community from homes, education, businesses, Endeavor will keep you ahead of the game. You can find out more and see for yourself at weendeavor.com. That's weendeavor.com. And tell them Small Town Sports Talk sent you. Before you uh, uh, touch on Adita and your, some of your upcoming matchups, I want to ask you, uh, what are the strengths of your team? Uh, what's your game play, plan going into a game? Well, our strengths are our offensive line. Um, you know, like, like I said, when it was fourth and three from our 18-yard line, they said, hey, go for it. And I was like, oh, I'd never done anything like this. And, and I went for it, and they got four yards. I mean, that's, that's our strength. When it's, you know, when the weather turns bad, if it's wet out, if it's a little slippery, I know we can run the ball behind those five guys. Um, you know, and we've got so many weapons that if we just get the ball to them, they can do anything. And, you know, every week I'm on a radio show, and it's like, well, Xavier Langley had the big week. Jeremiah Hiblin had the big week. Luke Switzer had the big week. Hayden Switzer had the big week. So I've got four or five or six guys that are capable of going off for over 100 yards, which is really nice to have in your arsenal. 
you mentioned uh, Hayden Switzer, and at some point this year, he actually broke the school record for receiving touchdowns. What was that moment like for you and your team to be able to sit there and congratulate him? It was awesome. I mean, Hayden's, you know, a guy that's probably done a 180 from last year. I mean, he was a knucklehead when I got in there last year, just convincing him, hey, you're a good player. You just got to shut up and be a good player sometimes. You know, and, and last year he broke the, the single season record, and then this year he broke the the uh, career record in receptions, and he, I think he's going to break it in yards last week, or it, it may be this week he's going to break it. So he's going to hold all the receiving records once it's over with, and that's the kind of kid he is, you know. And, you know, and that's that 180 he's done from, you know, today I think in the, in the weight room he said, I squatted, you know, his sets were 370 for five. You know, and, he, you know, last year I would have said that. He had – I'd have never thought he would ever got over 300 for five. You know, he's at 370 now. And, you know, that's – and he wants to play in college. He's really bought into the what we're doing. And, and you know, and that's that's the kind of kid he is. And, you know, I'm glad he's here because he's hard to stop because he can do so many things. Yeah, Coach, a, a lot of uh, coaching, uh, about a lot more than S's and O's, but – uh, more about uh, being a mentor like that. How special is that for you to be able to go and do that to young kids? It's good. I mean, that's, you know, ultimately that's why we do this is, is to build young men, um, you know, and, and get them to be successful in whatever they do next. You know, it's not always football. It's not always college, you know, but you're going to have to learn and you're going to have to grow from a knucklehead freshman, sophomore, and junior. When you're a senior, you're almost in the real world and you've got to, you know, start acting like it, being a leader and, you know, and taking that next step of what you're going to do in life. And, you know, that's for the most part, this group I have right now, I, I feel confident when they go out there next year doing whatever they're going to do that they're, you know, more mature than they were when I got here and, you know, going to be better leaders and, you know, just, just better, better kids and better overall human beings. So. Um, we talked about your identity this coming week, you play Attica. Does Attica have an identity that really sticks out to you? Attica does. They have 16 players on their teams, all they have. But they are two by two and three by one, and they run the spread, and their quarterback can run, and he can also throw. So you look at them and you think, wow, they only got 16 kids. They're not going to be any good. But they are really good offensively, and it's going to take us, you know, doing our job, doing your assignment each and every play to make sure that we – contain the quarterback and also, you know, not give up the short passes or the long passes, make sure our eyes are correct in the backfield. Um, you know, and that's, you know, I got this from Bill Belichick, you know, love him or hate him. You know, I put it on the scattering report every week. It says, do your job. And, you know, playing a team like this, that, and they run a lot of jet motion stuff and we've got to get the right checks, get the right movement. And our guys have got to do their job each and every play. Uh, not saying that you're looking ahead at all, Coach, but uh, for us, uh, looking ahead to Park Heritage, uh, they they just got, uh, uh, due to unfortunate news for Cloverdale, they just got the news that they're going to the sessional championship. Uh, what would a potential matchup with them look like for you? It's, you know, it's, it's going to take every bit as what we did against Heritage Christian when we play Park Heritage or if we play Park Heritage. Um, you know, they are a really well-coached team. Their head coach has 200 and some wins. Um, they score a lot of points every time he gets on the field. They've got weapons. Their quarterback's really good. Their receiver's really good. You know, I, I don't necessarily know if they've um, seen a team as physical as us up front on both sides of the ball. 
nor do I think that they've probably played a team that can do as much as we can offensively. So, you know, I would hope it's not a shootout being the defensive coordinator for us, but, um, <laughs> you know, you go in a game like that, and I think it comes down to who's going to do their assignment in the back end of things, you know, stopping the, the long passes and, and wrapping, wrapping up if they do complete the passes and, you know, if they can stop our run game. I mean, we're going to try to run the ball a lot on them, and they're going to try to throw it on us. So, you know, which one's going to be more effective that night? But that's – it would be a great game. And, you know, unfortunately, there would probably be about 700 people get to see it. But if there wasn't, there would probably be 3,000 people because it's – I mean, it's going to be a battle of, you know, a really good offensive team versus a really good, I think, defensive team as we, we get down the stretch here. Coach, you guys are looking for your 12th sectional championship in school history. If you can take care of business this Friday and beat Park Heritage, what would that sectional championship mean to you? Well, when I, when I, got, when I took the job, that's what it was all about. I said, we, my, my job is to win championships, and that means winning the county championship, winning the conference championship, which we've, both, we've done both of those so far, and now the focus is winning, winning state championship-type games, which is the sectional, regional, semi-states. Um, South Putnam football, you know, like you said, it'd be the 12th one. Every year we should be able to compete for the sectional championship. I mean, the, the pride and the tradition is there. They've been to state championships. Um, you know, I got a lot of players coming up now that's dad's played in the state championship. And it means a lot for a lot of people around there to be successful and to be winners. And, you know, it's a, it's a great place. And, you know, <laughs> when you win, you make all those guys happy and, and you get all those former players coming up and saying, well, kind of makes us feel like 2002 or kind of makes us feel like, you know, uh, 1986, some of those kids. So, you know, it's, it's great. You mentioned the, the conference championship. What's it like to look on the other side of the conference and see your old coach, uh, Coach Race, that they were able to take care of business on their side and win theirs? That, and that's, you know, this was, you know, Coach Rates joked to me, he said, we ought to played this year. We should have played. And I said, yeah, we should have, but this would be the one year I think we might have a chance of beating you, Coach. The other three years, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, it, it's really good to see your mentor, and, you know, he's a good friend of mine, and, and it's, it's good to, that both of us are successful in doing our thing, and, you know, I don't run, you know, Mark's going to run, he's going to run iPro and Twins Pro and run Power and Counter, and we we spread you out and, and do a lot of the same stuff, but we do more of the, you know, Oklahoma offense. And, but defensively we're, we're in the same mold. I mean, we're running pretty much the same coverage and, you know, keeping things in front of us and, and being really solid on defense. And, you know, it, it's good because, you know, me and him talk and, and share ideas weekly still. And, and when both of us are successful and winning games, I know that that's, that's really good to have. Coach, you talked about how, uh, that, that state championship in 1986, uh, how, how special that is, how uh, on the memory of a lot of people there in South Putnam, how, how important is football to South Put? And uh, what has really made South Putnam uh, home for you in just your second year here? Yeah, I mean, I think it's because they, they want to win. I mean, there is, you know, when I ask things of, of certain people in the community or ask things of our kids or ask things of the youth program or ask things of the middle school program, it is a complete buy-in. Um, when you can have that and, and you know that football is that important to them and, you know, they live and breathe to, to see another championship run, you know, or multiple championship runs. Um, 
and that's that's awesome. When I go to a youth game and watch our fifth and sixth grade kids and, you know, they're already talking about winning championships, you know that you have something special there. You know, and, and I think, you know, all of our programs from fourth grade up all had winning records this year. And, you know, that's a testament to, you know, you got good dads coaching in certain levels. And, you know, by the time they get to us, you know, hopefully we're coaching them really well and then we're going to continue to win. And that's, you know, you know, that, that 1986, that banner's up on the field and, you know, and the, and the runner ups up on the field. And that's, that's what those kids and they see each and every time they go out there on that field. So. Hey coach, uh, thank you so much. I think it's about time for our 60 second speed round, which will be our final activity. Uh, Jonah's got a number of questions for you, just some fun ones. And hey, uh, let's do this then. I'll start the timer. Sounds good. All right, Jonah, you ready? Yep. On the clock. Ready, set, go. If you were given $1 million, what would your first purchase be? Turf, football field. Uh, what's your favorite professional football team? Cincinnati Bengals, unfortunately. What's your favorite college football team? LSU Tigers, at least one of them won. Do you have a favorite place to eat in the South Putnam or Brazil area? Oh, um, wings, et cetera. Okay, what's, the favorite, uh, what's your favorite thing to do in your free time? Not that you have a lot of it, but. Uh, you know, be a dad. I got two little girls at home and whatever we get into. Do you have a, say a favorite pregame meal or snack? Yeah. I mean, we always have a rain that my coaches bring me a rain energy drink and I go to Arby's every Friday this year. So I'm not stopping going to Arby's until the season's over. <laughs> if you could pick one superpower, what would it be? Oh gosh. Um, everything I touch, everything I touch turns to gold, I guess. Okay. That and should that's do our it. time. <laughs> hey, Coach. Coach, uh, thank you so much for doing this. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate the superstition uh, going to Arby's and not, not liking the Joe Burrow era so far. Well, you know, I, I think we're going to be all right. Hopefully we get the first pick again and get an offensive lineman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he should, he should definitely uh, use it. Yeah, Joe Burrow's good, but he needs a line, so. Uh, Coach uh, Chuck Sorrell, Coach Sorrell, excuse me, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you've been a great interview, and congratulations on a dominant season so far, 10-0. Uh, we'll all be looking forward to you uh, playing this October 30th, this Friday, against Attica. So best of luck. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, huge thanks to all of our listeners and make sure to listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that be Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Of course, I'm Andrew Willett uh, with Jonah Freeman and today, Chuck Sorrell. That's ST Square.